now it's on. Okay. Um, I once again was chatting to myself coming out in the car. Like internally, <laughs> my internal monologue was going. That's a great thing. Yeah. And I came up with some great stuff and now I'm sat here again. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I should just do like a, another podcast without you. That's just me just driving talking. to the podcast. Yeah. And you like the preview of it or something. Yeah. Where I'm just like driving along, <laughs> thinking talking. all the stuff I'm going to say. Talking out loud. I need to take that away from me because I will start playing with it and make noise. Okay. Okay. So. Right. Property, property, property starting? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. This has, this is distracting me now because you can put effects on your voice to make you sound different. Like. Okay. <laughs> do you want to intro this? Oh, God. Do or do you want me to start it? No, you can start it. Okay, gee, thanks. <laughs> Go. Oh my god, the pressure's always really intense with that. Okay, welcome back to episode three. Actually, can't believe we've made it three episodes. I know I that's know. not a lot to, like, normal people, but... It's a lot to us. Yeah. <laughs> We're still here. I'm actually quite excited doing this podcast now. I've gotten, like, really enthusiastic about it. Like, when I'm thinking about it all week, and I'm, like, looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I'm excited for this particular episode. Oh, don't give it away. What I'm are like, we talking it's about? It's going to be in the title. <laughs> I wonder what the it's suspense. about. The suspense is unreal. Uh, anyway, how was your week? My week was good, I think. What did I do? We almost, we almost. saw each other yesterday. Oh, yeah, we did. Except every road in Wexertown is closed. So it took, I was 15 minutes late for my appointment. Oh my God, so are you? Yeah. Um, funny thing, I had an appointment yesterday to get my nails done at... 215 mm-hmm. and by random coincidence jesse's appointment was 315 yeah same place we go to the same gal for mm-hmm. our nails yeah shout out to kate yeah <laughs> she's listening and yeah the last time danielle and i got very similar designs without like having what discussed anything like we just randomly came out with like swirly lines and daisies yep yeah different colors but the same kind of thing so i was like talking to kate and i was like oh like danielle was here before me blah 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 and then I picked my colour and she was just gave me a look and I was like, what? And she was like, Danielle picked that colour too. It's kind of scary how similar your tastes are. So that was kind of funny. The second episode went well, mm-hmm. except for towards the towards end. The end. Um, poor Jesse nearly had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, we didn't talk about your nervous breakdown this oh, week. Oh God, yeah, I was awake till five o'clock, worrying about it. Well, three o'clock, trying to because do you ever like so you're trying to fall asleep and then you know you have to do something the next day, but you're like, sure, I'm awake now. I might as well just start the research process. So that was me, and then it was three o'clock before I knew it, and I had like been down a googling rabbit hole. And then I was like, okay, I yeah, know it's time for me to go to sleep. And then I just kind of lay there going, okay, so I have to do that and then I have to do that and then I have to do that. Oh, I can't remember how to do that. And then it was five o'clock and I was like, oh God. So then eventually I just fell asleep. The tiredness took over. <laughs> Wait, it stopped recording. No, it didn't. Sorry. My heart. See, this is what poor Jesse like lives on the edge now, constantly mm-hmm. worrying about because Jesse handles the editing. I just smile and nod <laughs> when it comes to this podcast and just show up. Yeah. I'm... Um, I text her on Monday morning being like on a scale of one to ten how bad is your breakdown right now yeah so but we got there. I was just like you know it's just gonna because I was able to edit out the basically it was just like 
static would you call it static it sounded to me like there was a banshee behind this wailing yeah it sounded kind of like there was aliens kind of it was especially towards the end it was really weird um so i was able to kind of dampen that but it just sounded like we were in like a massive hall that was like the noises just reverberating is that a word reverbing i don't know off echoing off everything so yeah it was a bit of a panic but i just cut it out it's it's fine it's fine it was good content but it's fine Jessie also did me so dirty with the edits. Oh, yeah. We sorry about we, that. She said she was going to edit something out. We won't say what it is. We'll leave the suspense of what she left in. And she claimed she was going to leave it out. She did not leave it out. And I when did. I texted her and said it, she like played. Oh, no, I'm so I did. sorry I what? did that. No, because, because I left that little bit in and I knew that. But I had edited out the rest of the stuff that could have got you in trouble. <laughs> I'm only joking no no I did because I was like what does she mean so because I thought that I had sent across the like the bulk and not the edited ones and like I nearly died when you texted me because I was like oh my god yeah, there's a load sure. of randoms so I swear sure, I swear sure don't we make me I just be coming on the end and be like so it's the thing Danielle didn't want you to know <laughs> and someone actually texted me about it as yeah. well but I mean they got a laugh so that's the main yeah, thing yeah they did get a laugh we're making people laugh that's a good thing. Well, <laughs> well, we one would hope. Um, but yeah, no, the the second episode was good. I also have gotten over my fear of like listening to my own voice. Oh yeah, I don't mind it as much now. No, it's fine. We we move along. Yeah, it's okay. And yeah, <laughs> it was annoying that we lost that little bit that we did lose because I think we were talking about toxic friendships. Was it? Yeah, we had kind of gone on to like, um, it was kind of toxic friendships and confronting your friends on mm. issues that you have with them and things like that. And I, like fighting with your friends. Yeah, things. I'd say we'll definitely be coming back to toxic friends yeah. in the future. I mean, because there's a lot to talk about yeah. in that. And I think it's something that a lot of people have experienced or are currently experiencing. So we will come back to that. And mm-hmm. um, we also had an article on the website this week. Uh, Sophie did it about dealing with friend fights. Mm-hmm which um, I think is really worth a read. I don't know anyone who was going through secondary school or has gone through secondary school who hasn't had a friend fight yeah. at some point or another. Or some description of falling out. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, so that was a good episode. We will, like you said, we will come back to... Because I think toxic friendships, there's such like a bulk of things to unpack yep. in there. So it's just kind of like we touched on it and we'll come back to it. Yep. I think so yeah yeah and leading on from that <clears throat> yeah to this week's episode I think toxic friends and really bad friends leads into our subject this week yeah which is Netflix have released a third and please god it's the final it is the final isn't it oh it better be <laughs> it, 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 I will get into this yeah uh, the kissing boot three is out we yeah. have feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. that we need to rant about about all three movies, not just the third yeah. one. <laughs> so a lot we will unpack. get into this now. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers everywhere. Yeah, and you've been warned. Yeah, I also want to say, if you enjoy these movies, like, God bless. Like, seriously, like, I've been there and I still kind of feel it about teen culture, especially things aimed at girls. 
are kind of really looked down upon Mm -hmm. and if you love this movie turn this off now like this is not (laughs) us dragging people for liking this movie one of my friends absolutely loves this movie and I know she's going to go berserk when she hears this podcast (laughs) like that's totally fine if you love this movie like yeah by all means you are entitled to like it and you know there's stuff we like that people don't like and on and on it goes it's just there's a lot to unpack in these movies definitely that we thought it was worthwhile talking about but if you love them go for it yeah like it's not like i think they're horrendous or yeah dislike them that much like they're they're grand they're chewing gum for the eyes as they say but like there is a lot of problematic stuff in the movies that i think needs to be kind of highlighted and you know kind of discussed because yeah it can just we'll we'll get into it but there are just a few points that probably aren't okay or maybe not but like they're they're grand movies like they're they're i like the first one and then they kind of went downhill but that's usually the way with these things isn't it the first one's usually good yeah i i have to say now i was not even a fan of the first one Mm -hmm. um uh, and I should say I love teen movies I mean it's my job to watch teen movies I absolutely adore To All The Boys I loved before mm-hmm. obsessed with all three movies I think they're like a lovely franchise <laughs> and I cannot cope with when it's constantly linked to the Kissing Booth because I'm sorry they are not in the same realm no. of like quality content <laughs> in my opinion um like the first one, I have to say, and this is kind of strange for me, I didn't watch it when it came out, even though, you know, I was editor of Missy at the time. I actually don't think I watched it until last year before the second one came out. I just... Oh, really? Yeah, there was just something about it. I was like, I just know I'm not going to like yeah. this movie, which it probably isn't a good thing that I was going into it with that mindset, so mm-hmm. I will acknowledge that. And my friend was like, no, this is so good. Um, It's better than To All The Boys. Sorry, Lynn, mm. you were wrong. <laughs> and um i watched it and like it was fine i thought it was very dated yeah it was like something i think i would have seen like 15 or 20 years ago and yeah i just didn't get the hype around it but it's like one of the biggest movies netflix have ever come out with like the numbers for the streams on it yeah i think even the second one which came out last summer yeah had like huge viewing figures like it's which goes to show the power of like teen audiences because it's Mm -hmm. teen audiences driving that and those of us who still think we're teenagers (laughs) um yeah but yeah so there will be spoilers yeah so if you haven't watched maybe watch and then come back or if you yeah like i said if you're if you haven't watched you probably won't listen to this it would be a bit strange would it i don't know would you listen to a podcast that was about a movie you haven't seen well we're kind of been talking about a few different aspects of it so like maybe you will be interested i don't know yeah Actually, I probably have done that, so I don't know what I'm on about. But anyway, um, yeah. So, do you want to give a synopsis? Will I give a synopsis? Should we read off an official synopsis? Uh, do you want to read off a official? Oh God, now I have to Google. Um. So, for what movie though? For all of them, or yeah, let's go for the first one. So it says a high school student finds herself face to face with her long term crush when she signs up to run a kissing booth at the spring carnival. Nice and short. Would you agree? <laughs> There's more to it, though, in the fact that she is best friends with his brother, yeah. which is that friendship is so problematic. Like, I have a whole yeah, we, thing. we have a we have a space for the yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. But the idea is that she's friends with his brother. OK, I found a longer one when I okay, read that. Yeah, yeah, go for that. Oh, no, that's just the second no. one. 
Oh no, when Elle Evans, a pretty late bloomer who's never been kissed, decides to run a kissing booth at her high, at her high school's spring carnival, she unexpectedly finds herself locking lips with her secret crush, the ultimate bad boy, Noah Flynn. Which, I'll just say, confused the hell out of me when they called him Flynn and then he became Noah. I didn't know what was going on. Did you find that confusing? I don't think I gave it that much thought. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Sparks fly, but there's one little problem. Noah just happens to be the brother of her best friend, Lee, and is absolutely off limits according to the rules of their friendship pact. Elle's life is turned upside down when she realizes that she must ultimately make a choice. Follow the rules or follow her heart. Based on Beth Reckles, I think that's how you say her name. Reckles, Reckles, self-published coming of age novel that became an international sensation. So yeah, The Kissing Booth is a Netflix film written and directed by Vince Marcello. That's the summary from IMDb. And there's so much to unpack in that one. Yeah. I, how many like cliches from teen movies can you fit <laughs> into one description? Yeah. I particularly like, first off, I hate this whole thing of like late bloomer, like, and this whole kind of thing of like, you know. Never being kissed. Yeah. And like that she thinks, you know, like no one would be interested in her. Like she yeah. is a very pretty girl. Like, yeah. and it's just, I feel like that is so done. This whole like, never had a boyfriend, yeah. never had any interest. And why what? is she never being kissed? Why isn't she kissing? Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be kissed by someone. You can, you can do the kissing. Yeah. Consent, obviously. Ask them first. Yeah. But you know, that's kind of a very yeah. old school I just feel like I've seen that so many times. And then the like stereotypical bad boy, oh, like yeah. he's going around beating up everyone and you're just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty to look at, but like, come on, yeah. this has been done so many times as well. And then, you know, the best friend being in between them and yeah, oh, I just, it's, it's a lot. And then running a kissing booth in a school yeah, as if it wouldn't happen in these times. <laughs> definitely not in these times but um, I think it's kind of also important to say which which is actually it, it's quite a cool trivia fact about it and you kind of touched on it there as well that this series was written by someone who was 15 at yeah. the time she I was reading up about it that she was kind of sick of vampires and werewolves like back kind of 2010 Twilight was huge our life pretty much yeah it was a way of life and so she started writing the story when she was 15 and put it up online on Wattpad which is like yeah. a fan fiction or you can write your own fiction like make up your yeah. own stories and it got turned into a three book series and then got yeah. picked up by Netflix which is so impressive I mean the dream. yeah go Beth like <laughs> it's great yeah but on the flip side I feel like you can really tell that this story was written by a 15 year old. Yeah, a 15 year old who probably was probably our age when she like around. We probably were the, around the same, same time, same age kind of thing. Was it? When did she write it? Do you know, like 2010. So she's about yeah. 15. She's about your age. Yeah, she's 26. I was, yeah, I was 15 in 2010. Yeah. So like the influences would have definitely been those type of movies like Never Been Kissed, 13 Going on 30, yeah. that kind of vibe so you can kind of see the influences there and I think when you look at it through that lens it's easier to see why it is the way it is it reminds me of being that age and thinking that this is what grown-up relationships are like but in reality there's nothing (laughs) like it's just completely 
like fabricated and like yeah. not based on any sort of reality and i think that that brings in a lot of toxic traits as well mm-hmm. because there's definitely things that i've seen in movies that i would have thought were so normal as a teenager yeah and like now it's like that's really toxic and that's not a good way to think that a relationship or a friendship should yeah be definitely so not. i think that you can see that as the movie goes on mm-hmm. and it does kind of let the movie down i think they maybe had a good story idea and it could have been maybe adapted a bit better for the screen is kind of my yeah. take on it. And also, I did notice when I looked at the credits for these movies, I think Joey King, who's the star, is an executive producer now. Yeah. But the director and the screenwriters and the producers are all men mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I do think that that feeds into some of like... Yeah. Just some of the bad decisions that they made in this movie like it feels like someone who thinks that this is how teenagers act without actually being how teenagers act yeah definitely there's a lot i actually wrote down my thoughts in like my notes app when i was watching the third one yesterday um i definitely got that vibe you know like it's kind of things like where are they getting the money to kind of fund this lifestyle that they have and it's it's kind of obvious that no teenage girl was consulted on yeah. how this, you know, even if they got Joey King to be like, because she's young. What age is she? She's 20 something. Yeah, she's very, she's early 20s, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. So we have the same birthday, fun fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they could have consulted her a bit more and been like, oh, is this realistic in your opinion? And obviously her experience is going to be different to other teenage girls, but it maybe would have taken it in a better direction perhaps uh, just to add in there sorry she's 22 currently so yeah, she's, she's 22 she's, and i mean these movies started the first three one years? came out yeah three years ago so they would have filmed that a good year before yeah that. So, so she, she would have been, been 17 18 when yeah. she started these movies um yeah i just feel like they are what i feel people think as teenagers life and what teenagers want to watch and yeah. i just think it completely misses the mark and then also doesn't address the really toxic yeah. stereotypical you know portrayal yeah. in it it's very there's actually um, i'll link it in the description box for the episode mm-hmm. i think i sent it to you as well this week um honest trailers on oh, youtube yeah. do like they like make fun of like a lot of the movies and they do an honest trailer for the kissing booth one and two and they point out some really yeah like things about like how sexist it is mm-hmm. like especially like in the first um movie like with the school uniform and yeah. like it was just i don't know and like the stereotypical mean girls who are absolutely horrible people <laughs> like and it's nearly just like haha they're horrible it's like yeah number one that doesn't really happen and number two they probably would have been called out a long time ago for that kind of behavior yeah it's not what are they called the omg girls yeah it's oh it just (laughs) it just reminds me of something from like the early noughties but again i feel like it does make sense when you look in the context it was written by someone who grew up with the similar movies we did and also with uh you know not a great view on like what grown-up life and relationships are due to watching so many bad teen movies Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like perpetuating the message of this kind of very 90s early noughties stereotypical movie thing that you know wasn't representative wasn't inclusive you know that kind of a way it was very kind of i don't know based on not real knowledge would you say yeah. or you know like just kind of something that's been thrown out there and hope it sticks type job yeah no yeah. It, it it just really 
smacks of something from the early noughties. Like yeah. even you, you said their inclusivity. I mean, like there's like nothing inclusive like about mm. it. There's like very little. You know, like you, I one of the things I do see with other like teen movies and you know teen shows now, like there's a lot more inclusivity and in, you know their casting choices and yeah. relationships portrayed and it. Whereas mm-hmm. this is just like yeah, so white, like it's very it really hetero- is. heteronormative. Is that the correct? Yeah. yeah, very kind of that and yeah, kind of one person is represented and yeah. that's that and doesn't really fly in 2021 I don't think yeah no it's it, it's just very very dated and then also the storylines like there's nothing really happening in it like it's mm. very like I even <laughs> thought the opening of the third movie because I watched some of it before coming out today and like the opening of the montage of them doing all the traveling that actually could have oh, been yeah. a movie in itself it was like why is this a thing like it was so unnecessary and her like talking over the whole time is so unnecessary yeah and it was just a lot feels unnecessary in yeah. the movie. And like, they're so horny for each other <laughs> as well. It's actually just like for no point whatsoever. Like, Yeah, it's very kind of like, okay. They're all just like walking around in swimsuits and then they're suddenly whispering and like running off up to the bedroom. It's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, that's very strange. I don't think that yeah, that would, that it, would it's never. It's just like shoehorned in there just to like yeah especially it, when that's your brother like it's a bit different when you're all friends but that's like i, I would be very conscious you're yeah. a different person around your family than you are to your friends and yeah. that's just a bit like what it's like very strange but like mm-hmm. there's just no context to it except for like it's like they're checking off like a, yeah a, a, like a list of things <laughs> that they have to show in the movie and it's just like there's no context for like any of this yeah it's very very strange but i think before we unpack everything we should do like some trivia just to kind of lighten lighten the mood before we go in yeah yeah. so okay so i'll get i'll get, get you up some trivia okay so some random trivia about the movie the movie's actually filmed in south africa Mm-hmm. Which, which i actually think is quite obvious in the movie like i've been to california and i think anyone who's seen california even on the television it just does not look like California. Like you can actually see is a tabletop mountain constantly in the background. <laughs> it's like, this is not. It's like, what is that? Yeah, it doesn't have LA vibes. Yeah, I don't think. It's very strange. I think once you realise it's in South Africa, you can't look beyond it. And the really bad CGI screens. Oh my God, that, that was one of the things I wrote down. I was like, CGI, really, really. Like yeah. you've done CGI dirty there. Like it's it's been around a while now. There, You can do miracles and that's just what you give us. I, I mean like Netflix are not like some you know startup production company like I don't understand why they all had to go to South Africa to film this movie when they just could have filmed it in LA where I'm guessing most of these people are actually living it's cheaper though isn't it that's why they film here as well that's why all the tax breaks yeah yeah but like when mm-hmm. it doesn't actually look like it's yeah like it's, it's beautiful be. setting oh it is it beautiful, looks amazing but but yeah once you know this yeah and we've probably pointed it out to you all now, so yeah. sorry for ruining sorry. it. Yeah, and it's something like even when they're like at their houses and stuff, it looks really like lush and green. And you don't really get that vibe from LA no. in other movies. It's just kind of very urban and then kind of deserty. So you don't get that kind of like green. That's what I noticed anyway. I was like, this place is really green. What's going on? Yeah. Then I realized, oh, it's, it's Cape Town. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is the first fact. The second fact that you probably all know is Joey King and Jacob Ellardy. Is that how you say his name? I'm really rude. I sound really rude not knowing how to pronounce people's names, but it is Ellardy, yeah? Yeah. Ellardy? Ellardy? Anyway, they dated for a year? I think so, yeah. 
Yeah, we have a timeline on Missy if you want yeah, to check that out. Yeah, the timeline is there. For, I was rereading it, so like they got together during after the first movie. Yeah, 2017, I think. Yeah, and they dated for about a year. They were over, like they had some stuff about each other on social media, mm-hmm. and then they broke up, and like they were kind of melodramatic as yeah. well about it. Like there were some of those passive aggressive, you know, you you don't actually say what you're talking about, but you put up like, yeah. I'm so sad, sort of it. Yeah. And then they had to go back and film the two more mm. movies where, like, they were still together in it. So awkward. awkward. Yeah. I was watching a clip there this morning and, again, I don't really know what the whole point of it was, but they were out by the swimming pool again wearing hardly nothing. <laughs> and he was practically, like, massaging her ass. I think oh, it was yeah. meant to be, like, him putting suntan lotion on, but... Yeah. And I was just, like, imagine, like, having to shoot that scene with your ex. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, one of my exes, like, works in town and I haven't gone near the shop he works in, <laughs> in such a long time. So, like, I don't know how yeah, I could just... cope with having to shoot scenes like that with him. Yeah. No, it would be... I mean, if you kind of ended on good terms, fair enough, but the vibe was a bit off with them when they did end their relationship and then yeah. they were they kind of they're on, they seem to be on friendly enough terms now i, th- I don't know i'm not them i don't know live in their heads i i think they kind of keep them separate i thought it was very noticeable in the second movie that i know like the plot line was he was in college but they mm-hmm. did keep them quite separate yeah like a lot of this plot line took took place with them talking like via like yeah text text and and phone call yeah so like they were kept apart and like even in promo videos and stuff yeah it's a bit awkward they're either they're together and it's very awkward or he's not even in it yeah i think Um, social distancing has played it because i noticed in the third one they do stand far apart on like some of the promo images for like when they've done interviews and things i posted one on missy and they're like a good what is it six feet apart so i think that that could have played it they're probably like oh yay yeah it's been very awkward and i think anyone who's had to interact with an ex Especially on the, in, in, on an intimate where you have to pretend to still love them. Um, I actually didn't know this. Uh, Joel Courtney, who plays Lee, uh, Noah's younger brother in the movie. But in real life, he's actually older than Jacob. Mm-hmm. That's mad. Even though I do think he does not look like a teen. Like, I'm maybe it's just as I'm getting older, I'm starting to notice this. But like, stop casting people who are... Jacob doesn't look like a teen. Oh, no. Or Joel. No. Joel doesn't look like a teen. Yeah. He also had way too much makeup on him in this movie. <laughs> I noticed these things. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think any of them look... Well, no, maybe Joey looks like... Well, she's a baby face, though. Mm. She'll um. probably still look like a teen when she's, like, 40. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, Joel is born in 96 and Jacob is born in 97. So, there's a year between them, or a few months. No, that's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. But it is quite interesting. He's so much taller than like everyone and she's quite short. Yeah, and she's 5'3", the... 5'2", five, five, and he's 6'4". You know a lot about these I people. know, I was reading uh, the IMDb trivia. I was like, oh, that, oh, that is quite different. Imagine your neck would be, oof, be sore like. <laughs> Sorry, these are just the things that pop into my head. Um, Am I doing the next one? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so Molly Ringwald who plays Noah and Lee's mother. She's Archie's mom in Riverdale. Yep. She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the movies, there are Easter eggs. Would you call them Easter eggs? Yes, like, as if we're in Taylor Swift. Yeah, land. we love a good Easter egg. To her famous movie. So she was a big actress back in like, what, the 80s? 
would you say? Yeah, she was huge in the 80s. Yeah. Like, the biggest actress at the time. Like, she was in all the teen movies. Yeah. Says me, who, like, I, I was not alive in the 80s. I just <laughs> want to stress that. I know I'm getting old. I'm not that old. But I just know she was quite popular in the 80s. Yeah. So... There's like throwbacks to her movies. So Don't You Forget About Me, which is the famous song from The Breakfast Club. Or if you're very young, it's in Pitch Perfect. That's probably the most, the more relatable one. Um, So that plays during the prom scene in the first movie, like a slowed down version of it. And then what else there? She says something like, I want to hear all the gory details, which is a line from her movie Pretty in Pink, which is a very famous movie. I only saw that recently. No, I didn't see it. I saw 16 Candles. Is she in that? Yeah. Yeah. No. Is she in that? Yeah, she's in 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club. I think are the three big, big ones. ones that she was in, yeah. And she hasn't really aged. She looks very similar to like yeah. what she did look like. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cute that they put in little... Yeah, that's quite interesting. Little details. So yeah, that's pretty much all the random facts that we have. You can lead the way with this one because you have more thoughts than I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. I just don't like it. It's just, I like, I know you probably, if you've made it this far, I just don't like it. And I think it's because it is just the worst of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And also the worst thing in this movie is Lee. He is the worst friend yeah. ever. He's not a good friend. Oh my god! Like it's, the whole friendship is just odd from the offset. It's it, it, there's something kind of creepy about it. Like I don't know. It's just unnerving. Like yeah. the, it's just like it has never occurred to me to sit down with my friends and be like, like me coming up to me like, right, Danielle, this is the rules of our friendship, and this is how it's gonna go. Like that's so weird. Like there's unspoken rules within society. Like you know, maybe don't date someone's ex or something like that because they might get a bit. Talk to them first if you want to go about yeah. that. But to have actual like one, two, however many rules is and have them written down it's a bit weird do you think it's weird you're kind of looking at me like i don't think it's weird no it's just the weirdest most possessive thing i'm just trying to think of like a a similar thing like imagine if i was just like to you and christian no you're not moving in with christian (laughs) which is jesse's boyfriend by the way for people who don't know and just being like you have to do this and you know you're you're doing the podcast and you would be doing all this stuff like it just it's very weird to be like dictating someone's life yeah and made even weirder by the fact that her boyfriend is like his brother and yeah. i don't really think that they show like the sibling dynamic between them either like no. you wouldn't actually think that they are related they don't seem to get on no as siblings like i don't have siblings so i don't really know understand those dynamics no, but <laughs> it's just more writing again I yeah think, the, the movies, like it's... because you kind of get like this resentment so then you're kind of like you're thinking is at the start oh he fancies l which is another annoying trope yeah and then you're like oh wait no he doesn't okay what what's going on here why does he not like his brother like what's the backstory that their parents seem like fairly stable people loving and caring what what happened give us that story yeah no it's it's just very strange and just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and then yeah they kind of did the whole like in the first movie that they don't like each other because noah's you know such like a, a bully, bad boy like, yeah. and, but like he just goes around beating up people like which obviously is not a good trait but yeah that's just not really fleshed out either yeah there's no like backstory to that yeah and then as the movies go on it's just like not even mentioned even when they were doing the kind of meeting about them 
selling spoiler again the beach house <laughs> mm-hmm. and like it just didn't feel like you were watching a family like and it also kind of creeped me out when they went to the beach house and it was showing the pictures of the three of them growing up and mm-hmm. it, then you kind of realize that l and jacob isn't it no way in the movie no way i keep getting like, so <laughs> confused that, like he has a lot of names yeah that like they basically grew up like brother and sister in one way and like now they're together and then you know you have lee being so possessive over her and like so horrible even when you know she decided which college he was she was Mm -hmm. going through like he threw a fish and i was just like one who does that like it's 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 just very unrealistic but also it's horrible like i know it's a movie like at the end of the day but it's just like you're such a horrible person yeah no and like the fact that he's holding her accountable for rules in inverted common brackets whatever um that they made when they were children yeah like i'm sorry they're not gonna apply when you're growing up and become older and yes you know have your own life you're not gonna spend unless you get married you're not gonna be this tight-knit group yeah or couple that you think you are and it's just odd it's really weird in my opinion yeah no it's it's incredibly strange like i know people focus in on the first movie and it being a kissing booth and that being a bit weird and the thing yeah. with the brother and stuff but like i find the rules thing the weirdest and yeah. kind of yeah the most toxic part of this movie like it's just really weird to be holding people to these promises especially when mm. they're struggling because yeah. that's the thing is like she really struggles in these movies to kind of keep the balance in her life mm-hmm. and you know a good friend to turn around and say uh, you know one that's stupid anyway but two like you know i can see you're struggling so like i'm not going to pile on top of that whereas like he just keeps going and it also feels like there's one set of rules for her Mm -hmm. and there's a completely other set of rules for him and like she's the one who kind of has to keep bending to please him and you know like it's just not a mutual like respectful friendship Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just so problematic he's horrible yeah he really isn't nice to her at all really like he's nice in the fact that yeah we're friends and we do things together and they they have like a nice surface level like if you were to look in you're probably like oh yeah they're the best of friends they've been there for each other since they were babies blah blah blah. they're the same birthday but then when you get into the nitty-gritty of it it's like oh no this is very toxic and he's very controlling yeah at the end of the day but it must be a family trait because his brother is also very controlling to lead to segue in to their relationship that's a toxic yeah. relationship if there ever was one. Oh yeah no it's yeah he's first of all and don't come for me like i don't understand like i know noah is a bad boy he's supposed to be like you know a rebel without a cause blah 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 but why is he like so uncommunicative is that a word he doesn't communicate with l and he like like he must have at least 20 lines in all three movies he doesn't speak do you think that's weird i think that's really weird he's he really doesn't talk that much yeah no it's again he's not fleshed out as a character yeah. at all like in I, the movie and yeah. then again he's going off doing whatever he wants mm. to do in in the movie and then freaking out at her yeah for you know i know like you can get into a debate about her and the other guy who i actually think i'd be more going for him <laughs> than like these two guys she needs to like move on from this family yeah but then at the same time he's hanging around like with his friends mm-hmm. and you know he has his life in college and stuff like that and like yeah, yeah the possessiveness in that family 
yeah it's, is, it's weird it's very for such a like on the outside is meant to be like you know fun type movie like it's kind of unnerving like yeah. i don't know like i was thinking about it again when i was driving out like <laughs> the dynamic between the three that just actually really creeps me out like i just there's just something about it like it's just yeah. it's yeah. it's really weird i just i just don't understand like i'd say he had like five lines in that whole movie yesterday when i was watching it. i was like why isn't he like and he seems to talk more to other people than he does to Elle. Do you think, though, that that was kind of... Because do, of their Yeah, like, was personal. it being scripted that they had a few on scene? I know, yeah, but I mean, don't don't make the movie suffer because these two actors I have, know, but that's you know... that's what happens, so you kind yeah. of wonder if... Or is it just poor writing? I'd say maybe a bit of both. Yeah, I just... I wasn't... I was I was really taken aback because I can't really remember the first one. I didn't rewatch it to prepare. I kind of remember the second one. That came out during lockdown, so we'll try to push that to the back of our minds. Um, yeah, but I just kind of felt like you don't actually talk to her. You just kind of give out to her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no... I don't know. I just don't see them. They don't work well as a couple, I don't think. No, It's not they a don't. good relationship. And I also hate when these types of relationships are presented in movies as being hashtag goals. And it's yeah. like, they're not. No, they're not couples. Like, and romanticizing it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not good at all. Yeah, because I, I remember in the third one, when, like, Marco, she was crying. Spoiler alert. She was crying and Marco was there to kind of, like, you know, help her out and talk to her. And that's what a real relationship should be and is, you well know, like, a healthy relationship you know talk about things get it out of your system he just kind of broods like edward cullen in the tree spider monkey vibes like you know i just it, <laughs> it just wasn't i was like what no i don't know it stresses me out yeah thinking about it also don't come for me oh, no. he's a terrible actor i didn't want to say it but i'm glad you did <laughs> <laughs> danielle said it not me that's danielle's voice you heard no no he he is lovely to look at. Let's just put it out there. Like, you know, I can understand why he gets cast in these roles in yeah. one sense. Yeah. But, like, I don't need his shirt to be whipped off every two seconds to justify him being in the movie when, mm-hmm. like, he cannot act. And also, he's Australian, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's Australian. And I thought the Australian accident came through quite clearly a good few times. I was like... I wasn't really not. paying that much attention i'm surprised he spoke long enough for you to yeah unfortunately he was actually it wasn't even l he was speaking to it was, it was probably chloe yeah yeah and i was like that sounds really australian oh i didn't realize he was australian yeah but didn't he go off on holiday with zendaya when they were together see mm-hmm. then he dated another co-star zendaya mm-hmm. from euphoria and then they're after breaking up yeah but she's a tom holland now so it's okay and there's another like <laughs> on and on. I did this big web one time for oh, Jesse <laughs> of all the interconnected, like how everyone in Hollywood is connected. Mm-hmm. Someday I will upload it because Danielle it's... was that meme of your man yeah. the, with the notice board. It was funny, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, they're both just not nice guys. No, they're they're very they're very similar, but just on different ends of the one's a relationship one's a friendship yeah it's honestly it's kind of what you would not want in a friendship and what you would not want in a relationship Mm -hmm. all rolled into three movies that 
for some reason are nearly two hours long yeah why is each movie nearly two hours are long? they all because i i turned it i turned the other one on yesterday i was like why is this nearly two hours and Which- i'll actually give the same criticism to the last to all the boys movie that came out earlier this year it was too long as well it was i can't even really remember now to be honest with you it was nearly two hours as well now i did enjoy it to a certain amount but mm-hmm. again i was like why are these movies so long yeah that's a petty criticism but i'm going to throw it in <laughs> on top of everything else yeah it is. an hour and a half is all right for a movie anything over that is just a bit strenuous um but yeah so speaking of characters what about Elle herself the leading leading role what do I you mean, make of her like i know you're supposed to like her and you're supposed to root for her yeah but she's so grating <laughs> and like the voiceover and everything is you really just, don't like a voiceover do you <laughs> oh it's like if it serves a purpose but i just don't feel like it serves a purpose mm-hmm. and like it doesn't really get in like the idea usually of like the inner monologue like the voiceover is to kind of learn something about the main character that yeah. you can't actually maybe see on screen yeah she's more just narrating what we see yeah it's like they're telling us instead of showing us which is their job as actors yeah <laughs> they're meant to show you it's like i don't need her to like talk over when they're showing a montage of mm-hmm. them on holidays it's like i can see you're on holidays <laughs> like i i don't need that whereas usually the whole point of doing the narration is mm-hmm. you learn yeah something about them they're kind of innermost thoughts so i think if that they had to maybe use that for her to be talking about when they're doing pretty horrible stuff to mm-hmm. her like and you know she's not feeling great like i think that would have been a good point to use that yeah for her to kind of show her vulnerability whereas yeah they just don't do that mm-hmm. and i think it's a missed opportunity in the movie but also she just reminds me of, like the stereotypical like pick me girl yeah very much so because it's even like she's not like other girls you know she <laughs> hasn't like been kissed and it's like this is actually the trope that they use in every movie going yeah. There's nothing wrong with having being kissed, so just get over it, like. Yeah, you like, can... it's not, like, the be-all, end-all, like, mm. and it shouldn't be used as a major plot device in a movie, <laughs> as if, like, there's something so wrong with you if you've made it to this age and, like, you yeah. haven't had a kiss yet. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, and it's just everything about her is so, like, trying to please mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, she is a big-time people pleaser yes person Mm. like she kind of she she really does strain herself to suit these people who are not in any way a good influence on her life yeah it's kind of you know and then she kind of has her own family and she helps look after her little brother and her dad is kind of what he's a doctor or something is he so he works yeah like long shifts and things and it's kind of like prioritize them they're actually there for you and you know her dad's trying to support her and whatnot and it's kind of like you're you're kind of neglecting them to i don't know maintain these relationships with people that are so toxic and don't seem to actually care about you and i just think that that's i kind of feel sorry for her in a way but then i'm kind of like you are the maker of your own you know path or whatever yeah so it's kind of, it's kind of funny that it's her. Have you watched that final scene thing? No. <laughs> I, I know this sounds really, really bad that I haven't fully watched the movie. I was going to watch it out here with Jessie, but she went ahead and watched it without me. <laughs> I didn't know that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really communicate that to Jessie. And I was going to like watch it and react live. And then we decided not to do that. So I did actually watch some of it. So I haven't watched Yeah. the end 
do you want to watch the end like well there's a clip that kind of is jesse's dying for me to like react to the no, clip no i'm not wait i'm dying for you Joe, but it um but yeah, I think it would be interesting to see. Or do you just want me to tell you what happened? No, because now I you've you've built it up now, and I want to see it, so um, I'm going to put it on. I think the it starts at one twenty four, and it's only a little segment. Danielle is going to watch the clip that I've been telling her to watch live. She's not seen it before, and is going to react. You're not going to hear it because I don't want to get in trouble with Netflix. But I'm just going to narrate like the bit. I'm going to turn into L. <laughs> I'm going to do the narration now, and I'm going to watch the last few minutes of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It started at one twenty-four, and then is it her and Lee talking? Is that have I got that right? One twenty-four. Yeah. Is that her ranting at him? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start there because I I need to see that yeah just that scene see like once again like why is he putting on like the like i'm the one who's so put out and she's the one who has to keep like coming up to him and you know trying to be peacemaker and yeah oh he's just so pathetic looking (laughs) (laughs) so mean like why is he so possessive of her like imagine forcing someone to go to a college so he can just be in the same college are they going to work in the same place are they going to marry like (laughs) the same people are they going to live in the same house marry twins or something are they going to have their babies on the exact same day (laughs) like weirdos yeah no it's it's odd i think it's kind of like um portrayed as goals as well like as well as her relationship with noah that's a friendship goal it's not just so you know my god is she finally calling them out hey. it only took nearly three movies mm-hmm. finally i knew you'd be happy go for it al oh what <laughs> so like her and noah broke up yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah yes go for it, girl and now he's still bitching at her wanting her to go to berkeley yeah. friend no no <laughs> get in the bed I'm gonna go back and rewatch this all later on, and I'll probably just send Jesse like voice notes <laughs> so like if these get inserted into it. Okay, I just want to see like the end. Oh yeah, do the end end. This should be interesting if you see. Okay, it. so they're after flashing forward a few years, are they? Mm-hmm. They're doing a she time hop. Has shorter hair because fun fact, she had to shave her hair yeah. for the act, which mm-hmm. was um, a TV series she was in. So she's um, wearing a wig in the second, yeah, the and second third and movie. Third. And I actually, I had it written down as well on my notes that, like, I kind of wish they had it just let her have like the shorter hair. And I'm sick of like I did, I did, I thought when they started playing and she did, she's doing a voiceover, isn't she? And I was like, who's your one with the short hair? Where is Elle? And then I was like, oh, that is Joey King. What? <laughs> she's so pretty with the yeah, short she's hair. Yeah, she's lovely face. It's, like, for it, like, it's kind really... of annoying that they obviously put her in a wig because having long hair is like the desired mm. look for a teen movie and i just think again so stereotypical yeah. it would have been so much nicer to have just put her in with her normal hair like it's yeah. again so over it okay let's see how this ends you seem so grown up he says to her well duh she is yeah, like oh like... stop trying to like <laughs> that's really patronizing oh so patronizing why is he wearing a suit He's at a fair, a carnival. Why are you wearing a suit? But doesn't, isn't it like, because, you know, he's like Mr. Respectable Lawyer or whatever. I don't care, though. Again, like, Why? showing us, like, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It no, just doesn't make sense. No, no. See now he's trying to like woo her back and like, no, don't, mm. don't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> no. What? I can't remember now. Please tell me that's a flashback or something. What? The end of them riding on the riding. <laughs> Not that time. <laughs> Oh, and the, the motorbikes. motorbikes. Yeah. I was kind of thinking there when you said riding. I was like, wait, what? Are you watching the explicit version? Yeah. Bet you that isn't even them on the bikes because they probably wouldn't film it together. And it looks very dangerous. She's like trying to grab his hand or something. That's Don't do that so if you're on a motorbike. The ending. They're, I'm so sick again of like teen movies and how they end with like, as if it's all happily ever after. That's the yeah. end. Like, that's not real life. Like, I just wish they would properly show these, like, teen movies, like, and they break up at the end. And it's like, okay, like, we had our time together. Yeah, never Off saw you go. again. Like, I don't know why you have to constantly be, like, brought back to that, like, first relationship, especially when it's that toxic. Like, yeah. I, I just find it. And Lee is back with Rachel. Rachel's her name, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what's that about? Yeah, like, I just hate how, like, I know, like, they're trying to tie up this series and make yeah. people happy, but, like, for once in one of these teen movies or shows, I just yeah. want to see people be like, you know what? No. Like, we had a good time together. <laughs> Whatever. If I see you in the supermarket, I will be turning around and walking the other way. Yeah, like, it's just, like, what's <laughs> so hard? Like, that's the reality for, like, 99% of people. Yeah. It is. It's just like me who will not go into the shop. <laughs> I really want to know what shop this is now. Um yeah, so I suppose like she kinda half learned the lesson of finally putting yeah. herself first. It was it was her ironically, it was their mom, Noah and Lee's mom that kinda told her to cop on. Imagine having to have like your exes or like were they still currently together? Uh he broke up with her. So they weren't actually together, so yeah, I don't that think was, so. That was her ex and like her friend's mother turn around and say well she is kind of like her mother as well like like, creeps me out like with all three of them it's like oh it's it's so like codependent very weird (laughs) i just it gives me the ick like it really really does yeah it's kind of like their cousins or something like that's it's just weird yeah no the whole thing is just very like obviously they're not blood related i know that but that's yeah, the vibe but, i get from yeah, them yeah no it's just it's very like as i said like they were all kind of raised together and it's just a bit yeah off it is a bit strange yeah but at least she finally stood up for herself mm-hmm. after three movies yeah that's kind of what we got was cut out of the podcast last week as we have mentioned because um we, we were talking about how you know confronting toxic friends or people who might have you know done something to hurt you like the way she does it in the kissing booth is kind of what I was like, you know, you're just assertive. So it doesn't have to, confrontation doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be a fight. Yeah. It can just be you saying in a calm and collected way, this is how it is and this is how it's going to be now. Yeah. And like, if they're a decent person and someone who's worth having in your life, yeah. they're going to react positively. You know, positively. Yeah. You know, and they're going to try change, to try keep you in their life. And yeah. if they're not willing to do that, yeah i really think that like it is important to put yourself first and to walk away from that whether yeah. it's you know any sort of relationship in your life mm-hmm. um you know no one is entitled like to make you feel that way yeah about yourself and i think it's good that she finally did stand up for herself and you know she got the life she wanted yeah but also it was quite sad that like she had to 
put up with that for so long and she kind of felt like that was the normal way to carry on and like that's not a normal way yeah to be in a friendship or relationship with someone yeah i think i would have liked to see so basically spoiler noah breaks up with her he's kind of talking to this chloe one they obviously seem a bit more suited whatever but i think i would have preferred to see her sit down with the two brothers and be like this is how you treat me this is how you treat me and i'm just letting you know that neither of those situations is okay and i won't be standing it for for it anymore what are you going to do about it i would have liked to have seen the kind of baton being passed to them or something i just feel like i'm watching two separate movies like when i'm watching this like it's there's just two completely separate things and i just don't think they intertwine it enough yeah and i do think a lot like some of that is a lack of like foresight probably yeah and good writing and just like chemistry between all the leads like i don't know they just don't interact Mm -hmm. well yeah at all i think a big problem for this movie is like yeah like you said jacob ellardy he he's a handsome guy you know whatever but as his character noah he's i don't fancy him or like i wouldn't i wouldn't be like oh yeah i really like him to be my boyfriend whereas like other things like to all the boys I can't even remember his name now. Danielle's going to kill me. But your man in that is kind of like, you know, you fancy him. Peter. Kavinsky. I remember. <laughs> but yeah, After like, I glared at Yeah, that was kind of scary to be honest. But, you know, he's kind of fanciable. Is that a word? Fanciable? Yeah, like but I... Like, who says fancy anymore? God. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's attractive, yes. But he also, he's a nice person. And you're yeah. kind of drawn to him on that level. Yeah, and, and I think that's an important point. Because, like, that's what kind of alarms me about these movies. Mm-hmm. Is, like, an audience watching it and thinking that, like, this is, like, a yeah. normal relationship. And this is what you aspire to. And, like, yeah. he's the type of boyfriend you'd want in your yeah. life. Whereas, like, he is the complete... not what you would want in your life and i just find it quite troubling that this sort of thing is still Mm -hmm. being kind of pushed as a normal yeah it's very strange kind of i think those two movies are a big kind of juxtaposition to be like yeah that's kind of and i get the vibes of like say edward and jacob from to bring it back to twilight but that was just a big teen movie when we were growing up jacob was kind of really warm and nice and he was a genuine person whereas edward was kind of possessive controlling and he had his own issues whatever but you know what i mean it's that kind of thing of yeah. This is the main character, but I wouldn't really want him for a boyfriend, to be honest. Yeah, but it's the same with a lot of shows. I mm-hmm. look back on Gossip Girl and the yeah. whole, like, especially Chuck Bass. Oh, and God. I was like, talk about, like, you should not be romanticizing anything about that sort of a character. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of really negative, toxic traits in a lot of characters. I actually wrote an article, got a few years ago yeah. about uh you know us shipping was that even yeah. the word <laughs> these days probably not toxic me fancy. <laughs> toxic relationships in you know tv movies and books and like it does really negatively impact yeah. your perception as a teen of what you think i think that's kind of is like and it's not like that yeah that's kind of evidenced in this movie yeah. because it was written by a 15 year old who yeah, had obviously exactly. been watching these types of things and you know romanticized it and put it into her own writing yeah so it's interesting i remember like watching some of these things growing up and thinking that that was you know normal normal yeah and it's not and normal. desirable yeah like that these are the type of people and the type of traits you'd like again come i know twilight spawned 50 shades <laughs> Yeah. And like that's just like you know this whole possessiveness and the same in 
you know with Edward Cullen like that level of possessiveness it's not protectiveness yeah. or caring for someone it's possessive and it's and controlling and it's not normal yeah and I just find that there's a lot of things in these teen movies and it's really evident in this because it does feel so dated mm-hmm. that like it's just not a good viewpoint to have about relationships and yeah. how much you should personally sacrifice to keep people in your life happy at the expense of your own yeah. you know well-being and like her life was being really impacted that you know she was like picking a college is such a huge deal yeah. and like imagine being kind of like bullied by your friend and also by your boyfriend into like where you're going to go to college like that's not good at all yeah like i know america is a big landscape to have to commute across or whatever but you know you, you don't base your whole life and future on two other people's opinions and yeah. thoughts about where you should be and what you should be doing especially when they're being so negative about it mm-hmm. and possessive about it i mean you know yeah it's just not good no it's not do you know where she does go to college did you see that bit something she would video game yeah she does video game design in usc so yeah it kind of annoyed me as well in that scene you know you won't know what i'm talking about but she goes in for like a college interview and they're like oh so like we want you to like the course will be kind of about like pitching ideas for games and like being able to follow up on that blah, blah blah and they're like so we'd like you to pitch something now and she's kind of like oh like oh uh, like kind of fumbling over words doesn't have an idea and it's kind of like why would you include that like she she's not she's not silly she knows she's going for an interview at college you would know that they're going to ask you this stuff but they kind of make her out to be this kind of like ditzy oh no I thought I didn't think I'd have to pitch yeah. an idea on the spot and then turn around like she's going for the door and she comes back and she's like oh well actually I did have one idea and of course it's like a billion dollar idea or whatever and it's like what it's just I feel like they're just kind of making making a fool out of her or something yeah it annoyed that really annoyed me you know, I, I hate that again, yeah. coming back to the stereotypical, yeah. like, meek little girl who doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. And then suddenly, you know, oh, gee shucks, can't yeah. believe I came up with this idea. Like, I just have, like, this, oh, this little silly idea. Like, you probably won't even like it. Like, no, if, that, if they had written that for Noah or for Lee's character, they would have gone in knowing exactly what they were going to yeah. say and what they were going to do. And it, that really, really, really annoyed me. Yeah. I was like, are they for real? It just didn't. Yeah, there's just so much to these movies that I just really yeah don't like again I would say even for the laugh watch the honest trailers <laughs> of it it is quite funny but it does point out a lot wrong oh yeah because that actually reminds me do you remember in the first movie your man slaps her on the ass oh yeah doesn't he or he touches her anyway it's assault yeah. um and then in the third movie he's leaving the party that they're having like the end of year end of summer party and she turns around and smacks his ass and they're like oh hey funny funny and it's like that's not funny it's really not funny why are you making a joke of it like they didn't deal with it well in the first movie to begin with and they did get a lot of backlash for that so the fact that they then go do you know what we're going to do in the third movie you're going to smack his ass and then you're going to go like hey like what what no it's not funny yeah like (laughs) yeah no again to come back to my earlier point like just very poorly written and you know again like most things in life could have done with a competent woman on the (laughs) team handling this movie yeah it would have done would have worked wonders 
But like obviously, like you said at the start, if you do enjoy these movies, that's not a bad yeah. thing. We're not saying, oh, like you know, you're wrong for liking them. I like, I like watching them. They're grand. Yeah, like the no, first no, one I enjoyed. They they are grand. Um, again, like we're just overly critical of these. Yeah. I'm sure. I know if I had been 12 or 13 when these movies came out, I would have been obsessed. Yeah. But I think it's important then for 12 and 13 year olds, if you are listening to this podcast and you're around that age, to kind of learn to look at things with this kind of critical eye yeah. and critical lens and be like, oh, that's not okay. You and can, look further into the movie. Yeah, you can still enjoy something mm-hmm. and notice the flaws yeah. in it, but still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and it, it, like it, I, I really don't want to take away from the movie if someone does enjoy it. I just think it's important for us to talk about some of the issues that the movie brings up yeah um because as i said like i had a very negative outlook of what life was really like thanks (laughs) to like teen movies and teen tv shows especially when it came to like relationships and sex and stuff like that because that's like where most of the information came from and it does kind of ingrain itself in you and you know it's the same with a lot of things as women in life you know Mm -hmm. society ingrains things in us without actually us realizing some yeah. of the things that's been kind of planted in there from a very early age as well so i think it's important to acknowledge when something doesn't really get it quite right yeah i do wonder about these movies though in the long term like i see shows like euphoria mm-hmm. um the jacob also stars and that's so popular with a younger you know like the gen z yeah that, like i think that that's more what they're into than the likes of the kissing booth and stuff like that like i just think that that yeah. gets it more right and i think that the kissing booth won't age as well as the likes of those shows now coming yeah up. definitely i think never have i ever is interesting i was just thinking about it when we we're talking about the boys in the kissing booth like you have Paxton who kind of veers towards that kind of controlling you will fit into my life when and how I want you to but then you have Davy who is a very confident young woman who's going to be like "Eh, no that's not really not going to fly with me kind of thing and I think that's really interesting and a very positive message to be putting out there that you know this guy is a jerk she knows he's a jerk obviously she's attracted to him who wouldn't be but it's just acknowledging that acknowledgement yeah. that he's a jerk is quite yeah. is jerk a word that we use now i don't know is that very american yeah <laughs> you, you know you grew up like in the states yeah totes but no you know what i mean like yeah that, no, I, think and that's I, important. I, think, I think that that's what they really missed in these movies is they could have kind of had that you know that it was acknowledged some mm-hmm. of the stuff that was going on and they could have moved past it and going into the second and third movie yeah. and I think it would have made a stronger series and um, kind of leading into that we did ask mm-hmm. other people their opinions instead of us just ranting we did put it out <laughs> to our audience on Instagram and I have to say it was very split yeah the, the, the reaction that we um usually got, these reactions are very split it's hard to that we got in um which I thought was quite interesting itself I'll get them up there now yeah if you're not following us on instagram and you want to kind of get in on the conversation of, of the podcast you can follow us at missy.ie we're at missy.ie nearly everywhere aren't we yeah we are yeah um so yeah so someone said love the first one but feel like the others weren't as good mm-hmm. someone else said i didn't mind the first one but i hated the second one mm-hmm. so a few people kind of said the same thing that they liked the first one and then someone else said the third one was their favorite fair enough and then someone else said loved it better than the first one and the second one okay 
So yeah, this it's very split. split. And then we got more kind of the same thing. People saying, you know, that they love the yeah. first one. I think the first one is all, that's always going to be the way for a lot of people. The first one, it's like, okay, I'll tolerate this. And then it just kind of loses the run of itself in sequels sometimes. Yeah. Look at Shrek. I mean. <laughs> Shrek 1 and 2 are great. Yeah, 1 and 2. And then it's kind of just like, what? I don't even think I saw the rest of them and I love Shrek. I love Shrek so much. It's such a great movie. Actually, think I do a rewatch soon. Anyway, <laughs> random, just thrown Shrek in there. Fact. But yeah, no, like I, I think just the reactions we got in. It's it's interesting that so many people said they loved the first one, didn't love mm-hmm. the rest of it, and other people did say that they loved the third one. So I mean, yeah, no love for the second one. God love the second one. No one was. It's kind of a buffer movie, isn't it? Yeah, the second ones always kind of are. Except yeah, Shrek. Shrek two was. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Like as we said, if you enjoy the movies. God bless. I mean, <laughs> and I say that really, on, I know that sounds really patronizing, but, but <laughs> genuinely, if you like the movies, like. Yeah, we're not, we're not it. ragging on you or anything like yeah. that. No, it's more, I'm kind of frustrated that they could have done so much better mm-hmm. with these movies. And, yeah. but if you enjoy them for what they are, look, I love sitting down to watch. Yeah, you know, cheesy. Yeah. Netflix. Sometimes you just need to sit down and watch something. I don't, So, just to re- emphasize that if you like these movies that's perfectly fine we're not criticizing you we're criticizing the movie yeah yeah but do you know what i was thinking <laughs> i'm quite kind of worried <laughs> what were you thinking danielle no because i was thinking that you know with this movie um ending now mm-hmm. the, the series and with to all the boys ended this year as well yeah netflix are kind of you know they have a, a vacant spot there now for teen movies. And I actually think that Netflix do really great teen content, like teen yeah. movies and the TV shows are mm-hmm. really, really great. And I think that there's an opening there for a new movie. And I probably feel like Netflix already have a coming. We just oh, probably, probably haven't even heard about it. Because a lot of the times with Netflix in particular, they actually film things and they don't announce it until after it's been filmed. Yeah. Um, they're not like other production companies. Usually other production companies would be like, oh, we're doing this mm-hmm. or whatever. Whereas Netflix just kind of tends to drop things yeah. with very little I think notice. that's the nature of streaming though, isn't it? Compared yeah. to cinema. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that they probably have kind of the huge... Yeah, next things lined up probably for next year um keep an eye on missy because we'll have all the lowdown of what, what comes to netflix as soon as we know you'll know <laughs> kind of yeah uh, but yeah i think that's everything for this week yeah we've kind of gone on yeah long enough now i hope it like it it made sense again that yeah you know we're not giving out about people who like the movie there's a lot of stuff i liked especially as a teen that i know people yeah roll their eyes at which i don't agree <laughs> with like i'm very passionate about you know teen culture and you yeah. know like teens especially girls are the drivers of pop culture i yeah. mean like bands tv shows like if teen girls get behind something like they it's make it huge yeah. yeah so that that really irritates me when i see people you know dragging things Talk down to it yeah, yeah. Um, it's just this movie we thought it was interesting there was a lot of problematic stuff in yeah. that we thought you know, we could talk about it. I think I think we did a good job unpacking that. Would you agree? <laughs> Danny Next looks nervous. Up. Yeah. Tell us if they do have any suggestions, uh, pop us a DM or email hello at missy.ie. We would love to know what next movie we should tear down. Yeah, or a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, a TV show. We have to watch a whole TV show again. Like, Jessie acts like she doesn't want to spend most of her time watching TV shows oh, like I do. God. <laughs> 
No, I don't have the time, but I do have the time, but don't have the concentration. You know, I definitely like to do more with the movies. Yeah. So maybe we'll do a movie club. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But we'll yeah. be nicer about other movies. Yeah, if we like the movie, it'll be a lovely movie. It'll be a lovely podcast if we don't. Um, yeah. Okay. That's everything for this week. Oh, just oh. to say sorry. <laughs> Edit this out. Um, just to say as well, because this got edited out the last time after our banshee mishap. Oh, yeah. Um, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe to oh, us. Oh, nice. No. I didn't even say put a Sorry. review when you're already getting ahead. But yes, if you want to leave us a review and only if it's absolutely glowing. Glowing. Yeah, like the best review you've ever left. Fenty highlighter glowing. Yeah, um, on Apple Podcasts. Why don't they do reviews on Spotify? That's kind of strange. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to even do reviews on Apple Podcasts. Safe to say, Jesse hasn't been leaving fake reviews for us anyway. <laughs> no, I'll have to figure that one out. Uh, but yeah, please leave us a review as long as it's positive. If mm-hmm. not, we don't want to know. No. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> Bye.